0: everyone, welcome back. Stay tuned for our part two of our sit down with the one, the only, one of the originals, well, not original, but one of the big fish of the OC, Miss Tamara Judge. And if you haven't heard our part one, check out part one of our sit down with Tamara. Man, we got into it. Which past cast members were good? Which past cast members were miscast? How the OC could have been different if we didn't have Jesus Jogs and Gretchen. But now, stay tuned for part two with the one, the only, Miss Tamra Judge. So you would totally go back if they called. I don't know.
1: I don't know. You know, we, Vicky and I are in talks to do a different show. And there's also some other interest to do a show with Eddie and I. So um, depending on what pans out, it's just kind of a conflict with the contracts. So I can't do two things at once and Bravo's contracts are pretty tight. So
0: they, they really have, are.
1: Yeah. They have a hold on me until June. So June is when I can.
0: That's not so far away.
1: No, it's not. No. So we thought that we would be able to film during this time, you know, obviously we can't cause it's quarantine, but, and then we would air in June, July, somewhere like that, but that didn't work out. So we'll see, Uh, you know, I always say like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to get upset if it doesn't happen. If I never go back on TV, I'm okay. I have two businesses um, with Cut Fitness. We have Venus CBD that is just, thank you, Jesus. Just an amazing company that's doing so many good things and helping so many people out. And just so fortunate that we started this company a year and a half ago.
0: It's good. And I would assume, especially now, it's probably booming.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So So I'm good. I don't, and I'm not, I've never been one that wanted to be on TV. It wasn't like a a desire of mine. It really kind of just fell into my lap. And like Eddie would always say, like, even like three years ago, he's like, why don't you leave the show and do something else? And I said, it's not that easy. You can't just leave a show and just be like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, the next Kelly Ripa. You know, it doesn't work like that. You know? No, it doesn't. And I said, when I leave, I'm probably never going to do anything because I won't pursue it. Um, I don't have an agent that's looking for work for me. I have a social media agent, but I don't have like a, you know, I'm not an actor. I just stumbled into this and I was, to me, it was a gift. You know, it was really was a gift. It was 12 years of my life. Just an amazing ride. I opened two companies. Uh, I got married, you know, I, so many things are documented and and it's time for the next chapter of my life.
0: That makes sense, and I mean, it's not like okay, so this is not really the way to put it. Like misery loves company, but you know the fact that you and Vicky are in the same situation, like that must be bring you guys together. I mean, I know you guys oh, have had oh else. yes,
1: yeah, it has helped a lot because I could imagine if Vicky was still on it, I was, and I'd be like going crazy because you're always like, well, what did I do wrong, or why am I not good enough, or what what's going on, or whatever. But no. Um, Vicky and I have been talking probably every single day since we both got the news. I mean, there's hardly a day that goes by that we don't talk. And, you know, we had some ups and downs in the very beginning. You know, Vicky at one time totally. she called me and she she is definitely having a harder time with this than I am. And she's like, I'm... I'm, I have diarrhea coming out of my ass and my mouth. And I go, okay, that's too much information. I don't even think that's possible. But she's just like, she's so dramatic and she gets, you know, gets herself all worked up and sick because she really did start the show. And now she's off of it and she's seeing all these newbies and it really is a fairly new cast. Yeah. It, I mean, if you think about it, the stars of the show are Kelly and Shannon.
0: Shannon, yes.
1: So it's just, it's, it's, I'm sure they love it, but I'm, it's just a very, there's not really a lot of people invested in some of the cast members. So I'll be curious to see how it, and I think that's what Rob is doing. I mean, they're trying to see how it will work out because most of the cast franchise still have their staple OGs in them. Right. But we'll see what happens if they still have their job next year.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's why it's almost like, you want to kind of say to these newbies, like you've been around, I mean, I've been around doing, you know what I'm doing in my yeah. own capacity. It's kind of like you want to say to someone like, don't get too ahead of yourself because like every single person is let go ever.
1: Yeah, I what? mean, I knew this was coming. I'm not mad. I'm not, you know, I was a little bit shocked. I didn't think, I mean, I had a great season, um, but, but you know what? Maybe my life is a little bit too normal now. Like I'm married. I'm not going, they love the drama. I'm not going through a divorce my husband's not cheating my kids aren't in rehab you know no all these things that are going on like that they're after I don't have that going on in my life but I do think that I had other things that I brought to the table like I'm I, I am who I am
0: <laughs> no I mean and that's why we love you do you think what was I gonna ask you so did you ever think like I mean you said you were a little shot did you ever think like you were above it or like Vicky was above it you know what oh. I mean like
1: No, I thought that I was getting fired every single year. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I always, well, I'm not saying I thought I was going to get fired. Right. Always, like I wasn't one that was so like, oh, I'm back. Oh, I'm back. And I've always been very um, careful with my money. Uh, You know, I keep my money in the bank. I don't spend it on crazy things. I'm not a frivolous spender. Um, We live way below our means. We always have. And it's because when, for in my mind, if you're living off a contract, When that contract ends you got to sustain that lifestyle and do you really want you know like i was always very cautious there's people on the show right now that don't own houses they're all renting in fancy bougie areas just to make themselves look good and most of their paychecks going towards clothes and rent and cars and i was never that person ever
0: I think that's just like the housewives in general. Like so many people are living smoke and mirrors where if you like scratch the surface, you're like, you have no real money, which is fine, but you're portraying you do and like, what for?
1: Right, right. I don't think people really, and that's another reason why I really like Gina is because she, you know, her salary is going to go up and she's going to, her lifestyle will adjust to it, but she's not trying to pretend like, right you now, she's not walking around in Gucci head to toe and renting some big giant house. She literally bought a house by herself. She bought a con like, like she right. should. You yeah. Know? And then there's other cast members that are living in seven, eight thousand square foot houses, but they're paying twenty thousand dollars a month in rent.
0: Right, which is just ridiculous. It's
1: ridiculous. Yeah, I'm just smarter with my money, I think, and and a lot of them don't have jobs they have no job, no other income.
0: Well, that's like, to your point, like, A, you're not just going to go and be Kelly Rippa afterwards. It doesn't work that way. And you're, no one's going to go and really get like a nine to five job. Like it's going to be like, well, there's Tamara from the Real Housewives. So now you come right. with all these preconceived notions. Right, I'm going to go work for
1: Nordstrom. Like, oh, Hey, right,
0: <laughs> it's right.
1: Just, it is weird. And I'm sure like in a couple of years, like that all will wear off. I don't know. But, I don't know.
0: After 12 years, I'm not so sure. Like Yeah, that's
1: what I was telling Vicky. I said, listen, we were on TV for 12, 14 years. It doesn't go away overnight. No. Like, you just don't know. Like, the opportunities are still coming. There's still offers. Um, you just don't know where you're going to end up. Like, it, I think that not knowing freaks her out a little bit. Like, what am I going to do next, you know?
0: And so, there's so many networks out there that are not Bravo, that are real networks.
1: yeah. 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 What do you
0: think the big appeal to, about Kelly is? I don't know. So bravo.
1: I you know what I don't know. I just I follow some of the stuff that's happened just recently, and her com- comments on COVID are so insensitive. And even if she did think that way, like just you shouldn't publicly say that because there's a lot of people that are you know, missing their father and their grandfather and their uncle and their aunts and mothers because they have passed away. And it's just such an insensitive thing to say. I mean, especially with Andy having um, coronavirus, like, you'd think, like, you'd be a little bit smarter than that.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of comments.
1: Oh, it's bad. And I can't imagine that Bra was very happy about it at all.
0: Did you see she just issued an apology?
1: I'm sure Rebecca at the PR company for Bravo made her do that. There's no way she did that on her own. Yeah. I'm sure Bravo made her do that.
0: I mean, there's a lot of comments and you're just like, why?
1: It's, it's just mind blowing to me, but like I always say, she's the only housewife in, in history that I know of that is edited better than she actually is. They make her look better than she actually is. Most of us get like, oh, well, you do something. They're really going to drag it out and make it look bad. And, you know, but her, it's the opposite. And it, I feel like she's a huge liability to the network.
0: I mean, these comments are pretty bad. I mean, what about like the whole, and even the pictures like involving like Shannon and Emily, all of them, you know what I mean? That social distancing stuff where they're at someone's house.
1: I, yeah, I think that that is, um, for a public person to do that, very irresponsible
0: I think and, so. ignorant,
1: and ignorant, ignorant to show like you. Somebody told me just yesterday that on Kelly's story that there was a um, picture of them all out drinking, and I'm oh, like,
0: really?
1: yeah, I'm like, unbelievable, like unbelievable. Like for me, I really take this serious because in fact we are going to go get tested the antibody because Sophia can't see her dad because of this and she needs to see her dad, you know, Spencer too. And it, it's like, if we know that we don't have it, she, you know, she can go over there and she doesn't have to sit with mask and glove and a hazmat suit on. So it's, I don't know what it will take for her to just shut up. Is it going to take like, you know, her mom getting it or something or?
0: It's like, and there's been like a lot of flights back and forth to see Rick. And you're just like, I mean, just cause the airlines are open.
1: I didn't even know the airlines were open. I thought everything was shut down.
0: <laughs> They're open. I have a friend who works for the airlines. I mean, I haven't gone anywhere near an airport, but I think if you want to fly, you still could fly these days. I mean, like okay. within, the, within the US, I'm pretty sure. I'm like you. I like, don't basically leave home. I go to get food.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I go to my gym <laughs> and work out uh. and come home. And really, that's, that's about it. So, I mean, trust me, I am I'm would love for things to be open and to go places, but you know what? Sitting your ass at home for four months is not the end of the world. There's other people that have gone through so much worse. Right. Just, just stay home.
0: You're in a nice home with your things. Yes. You're yeah. having your beer at home, like just drink at home.
1: Yeah. And, and just, yeah, you get frustrated. Yeah. It's, you know, sometimes you want to go out and do something, take a walk, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think that you need to go hanging out with a bunch of friends drinking.
0: No, I don't think so either. That's what, do you, what do you think the big attraction to Bronwyn is?
1: Um, she has seven kids, um, a husband that wears high heels and a mom that has rainbow dreadlocks. I don't know. I think like there, there's a lot going on there. That being said, I mean, just having seven kids is a lot going on. Um, I think that she is uh, she's outgoing. She's a she's a team player. Um, We'll see. Well, I, you know, her first year, I felt like she did pretty good for a newbie. A lot of times they don't know where their place is. They don't know what to say. And she just she really got into it with, you know, like, as much as she could.
0: So you don't necessarily think she's boring when the way that Vicky does?
1: I don't think she's boring. I don't. I think that she is interesting because just because she's got a lot going on in her life with the kids and everything. But then I also don't think that people want to see what's going on with your kids on the Housewife shows.
0: I've talked about this with another Housewife. We do not need to mention who, but she completely agrees. She's like, if there's one more person that's hired in my franchise with a young kids, like, nobody wants to fucking see this.
1: Nobody wants to see it. And, you know, it was kind of bittersweet that Simon went and signed for the kids to be on the show when they were younger because, you know, I, I did, cause I wanted to show that mom's side of me, but on the flip side, I look back now and I'm like, thank God he didn't, you know, because it really does open them up to ridicule and things at school and all that. But for the, for shit's sake, I don't want to see somebody's kid. I really don't.
0: That's what this housewife. I mean, she was just for her own franchise. She was like, I have no say over who's hired, but I'm bored There's to tears. There's a us lot with-
1: of damn kids on OC right now. A lot of kids.
0: There's a lot.
1: Yep. And I don't want to see it. I don't. That's not why people tune in. They can deal with that at home. I mean, it's, a, it's nice to see once in a while. Right. You know, if you're doing a home scene or something like that, or what they call your reality, um, to see the kids. But. but no,
0: but then, right? Like you look at like New York, you don't see no kids, and no. it's like. And kinda... you know what?
1: I've been watching New York, and I really like New York. I never really got into New York, but now I love Leah. I think that she is like a fresh, of what's it called, fresh, fresh air. Fre- breath, breath of fresh, fresh air. air. <laughs> so I
0: haven't, I haven't talked to anyone that doesn't love Leah.
1: She's perfect. She's perfect. She does, and she's an example so far from what I've seen. Just like the perfect housewife, in the sense that. She doesn't restrict what she says. She doesn't give two shits what she says. She does whatever she wants. And and she got naked, like, the, her first season.
0: <laughs> totally. And, no, I mean, and, like, not for nothing, like, it's great, but, like, New York doesn't revolve around the Upper East Side. It's about time someone is not filthy, you know, yeah. is not living that lifestyle.
1: Yeah, So I'm like, I mean, I wanted to punch every one of them when they were talking about her tattoos and, oh.
0: Oh, I know, right?
1: I'm like, seriously? Is that how everybody is in New York? Like, you can't have a tattoo. You're trash if you have a tattoo.
0: There's mine. (laughs) Do you think at all, and I'm not saying that 50-something is old because I am like not 20-something, let me just tell you, but do you think in any way, shape or form that it was like age discrimination in the sense that like, so Leah's the new girl and she's like, I think 38, like Bronwyn is 42 and like, you know, you're 52, Vicky's 58. Now Uh, there's rumors about like Ramona. I'm sure Ramona's going nowhere, but that's a rumor that's out there.
1: Yeah. I do think there's something to it. I really do. And, and let me tell you why. Um, I had some friends try out for the show, younger friends, and they were told by the casting people, which the casting people really don't have, they're not production, they're not Bravo. They're a third party that goes in and meets people, does their interviews, and they turn it all into evolution. Evolution screens them and they go to Bravo. But one thing that they said to each one of my friends that tried out that were younger, said that they want to have young, younger housewives. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. And then it shows. You know, they do have some younger, the ones that they've hired have all been younger. So I do think there's some truth to that.
0: I mean, I would think so too, especially yeah. if you're saying the casting people, right, well, like the casting people are like the first gay. I mean, they're, they're the not first gonna,
1: ones to come out and they said- They like, won't
0: even show a certain yeah. age probably. Yeah,
1: and they said, they told one of my friends specifically, they're like, yeah, they're looking to go in a different direction now. They want to start hiring younger girls. They want to get rid of the older ones. And I remember hearing that for the first time. I'm like, oh, God, that casting agent's full of shit. They don't know what they're talking about. You know, they're just a third-party company just trying to get you, reel you in, right? But I do think there's some truth to it, absolutely. But then, like you said, like, there's Ramona, who's... 63. 63.
0: Who is just the gift that keeps giving, though? Ramona. (laughs) I mean, on the show. Okay, (laughs) on the show. (laughs) On the TV show.
1: Um, On OC?
0: No, I mean on Ramona on New York. Ramona Singer.
1: Yeah. I mean, like,
0: she's the gift that keeps giving, like, even though she's older, she's like- Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, Vicky was the same way. Vicky is the gift that keeps on giving. I think the one thing about Vicky is that she's, like, she's the most unseasoned, seasoned housewife in the franchise. She is on a reality show. She's been on it for 14 years, but she doesn't even know she's on a reality show. You know, she's just like, when, when Andy said, you do know, we're going to show flashbacks. And I like, for me, there's a part of me that's like, if I say this, is there a flashback of me saying it, you know, you always kind of, you're on your game a little bit, but she, no game, none. Vicky has no game. She just says and does whatever she wants. And, and she's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And that's perfect.
0: That makes her a great housewife. She is. And she's having, she's having a harder time than you. Yeah. With all this. Yep.
1: She is, but she'll be fine. We're going to be fine. I told her, I said, listen, th- we were on there for 12 years, 14 years. Like, do you think you're going to be on there the rest of your life? No, we don't. I know it's hard right now, but something different's going to come or not. Like there's part of me that's like, I don't want to be on TV anymore. I just want to like sit back and do the things like I haven't been able to do, like hang out with my neighbors, you know, garden in the backyard, just simple things in life. Like I'm good with that.
0: Or, I mean, imagine if you were on TV with Eddie or Vicky, like these two shows and they was like, this is a happy show about friendship, about you and Vicky. Like you are like Lucy and Ethel and this is fun. There's, you don't need to have drama. Like there's another housewife that says to me all the time, like, I'd love to still be on TV. Just please get me the hell out of this. Like I'd like to do something with no drama.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you as you get older too, um, it's hard to deal and it's hard to process the drama. Like I've had many nights where I was awake and I'm just like going, "What am I doing? Like I am so stressed out and I have so much anxiety because of something somebody said about me on the show." or it hit the press, and it was a total lie. And you, you're you so busy defending your character, and it's not, it's not fair. And especially when you have somebody like Kelly Dodd that just puts shit out there that's not true, that is just so devastating to your character. And I know a lot of people watching will just take it with a grain of salt and just go, oh, it's just TV. But then it really, it's heavy for us to deal with.
0: Yeah, I could imagine that. Like, it becomes real life, and like, yeah. We all know, you know, like what you, like that whole thing with like, we won't get into it, but like Heather McDonald and all that, like the loss, like this is serious stuff. Oh, that's that serious, that's
1: serious, serious stuff. And I would not be in that situation if it wasn't for Kelly being on the show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Like that's like, this is real life people. This is not a show. Yeah, there's just
1: certain things like you just don't, you don't do. Like you don't go after someone's kids, you don't go after someone's, you know, livelihood. And there's no limits with that girl. And it's just, it's really hard to feel I mean, like that because nobody on the show can be authentic because everybody's afraid of her. Everybody's afraid of what they say, what they do, because she'll go after you, she'll go after your husband, she'll go after your kids, she'll go after your mother, your dog, like there's no boundaries. And that makes it really difficult because in the back of your mind, like you want to call her out and something she's doing when she's doing something bad all the time. But then you're like, oh, I, I better just smile, you know, just be friends with her because it's easier to be friends with her than to not.
0: Right, and so, like, you don't even think then she's, like, playing up for the cameras. It's more like, this is personal. You come after me. Well, like
1: Yeah, I always say, like, you know, don't judge somebody off of a edited reality show. Judge somebody off of what they do on social media. Because that's truly who they are. They get on there drunk, wasted, telling people off, doing all this stuff. That's who they I would never do that.
0: yeah. That's true.
1: That's a good way of judging people when you see people on reality shows and you see what they're saying and doing. And you know, you could be edited to do or say or look any certain way. You really can't. And they can just put in bad things that you've said and done, but not put in the good things. There's no balance there. Right. Like some of these some on social media and Twitter and all that that just go after people and say nasty things. I'm like, there's your character right there.
0: That's true. Do you know anything about the new housewife, Liz Vargas? The new OC housewife?
1: I've never met her. Never, ever, so I don't know.
0: I don't know anything about her.
1: It's a little shocking to me.
0: I mean, I heard too, I mean, I don't know if it's true that like they were trying, they really went after Bronwyn to say like, who do you know? Like it was almost like that. I mean, that's what I heard. It was almost like they wanted someone from Bronwyn's circle. I don't know if she is.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't really necessarily think that's true. I think, I think that I, I heard Sean put that out there. Like they're, they're casting around Bronwyn, which I don't think that was true at all. Really? I think what they really want is they want somebody that's a friend, a real authentic friend. And it's not always def- easy to find that. Like I have a lot of friends, but my true friends, they don't want to be on the show. They don't want to open themselves up to that. So she happened to have a lot of friends that were dying to be on the show. So she had a like every year they'll contact me and they're like who do you have I'm like nobody I have nobody
0: that's what they do here just knowing all the Jersey New York that's what they do and like some people a lot of right a lot of people that are really good friends with Housewives are like I wouldn't want this
1: yeah no I've I've uh, I gave Gina's name so and but I didn't know Gina that well I had met right. her at two parties and she was a friend of a friend <laughs> but. I knew when I met her that she'd be good. I knew that she was just open and didn't hold back. And, you know, so I knew that she was good for it. But I just, like, here you go. Try out. I don't want any part of it.
0: Do you think Heather was the... um, Heather Dubrow was, like, the main person that's not there other than, like, you and Vicky that should have been there? Like, no. You know what I mean? Like, no, no one else really stands out. Like, a Lizzie, a Lydia.
1: No. Anyone? Nobody. I think, yeah, I think that Heather... It was a big mistake to let Heather go, and um, it, it'll be interesting to see where the show goes.
0: How was Andy's baby shower? Did you love it?
1: It was, yes, it was epic. I was actually not looking forward to going, because only because whenever you get like all the housewives together, it's kind of like a, a, you see a lot of egos and a lot of bad uh-huh. behavior. And I'm not that person that is like on the phone going, Oh, you know, Hey Ramona, how are you? And how are you? Like, I don't call them. I don't, I I don't try to develop big friendships with any of them. I I mean, I naturally have been friends with Ramona and some people on the shows that have been on for years, but I'm not like that. You know, I just want to be your friend because you're a housewife kind of thing. No, I don't. And so there was a lot of people there and everybody was nice. Everybody's on their best behavior. We had a lot of fun and I was pleasantly surprised.
0: You like, do you have any main friends that you keep in touch with, like on other franchises to that point, or like just your real friends? Or like, are you really close to anyone? Like, oh, Countess Loanne is my best friend, or I mean, yeah. I know she's not. No,
1: you know, I'm, I'm friendly with Ramona. Um, I'm, I talk to Carrie from um, Carrie Dallas. Duber. Yes.
0: I love Carrie Duber.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: Love. And
1: Uh, I will text with Leanne and talk to her once in a while. I really like her too, and I think that was a big mistake to let her go as well. Um, I don't really talk to too many people on Beverly Hills. Um, I I sent a message to Leah the other day just because I just think she's great and I just wanted to let her know. And and so we chatted up for a little bit. And you know who I have been talking to lately is Anna. Anna from um, Miami. Do you remember?
0: I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, As some of you know, prior to being the host of the Behind the Velvet Row podcast, I ran HR and recruiting at many companies in New York, and the one tool that I couldn't live without when I hired for the company was Indeed. If you're hiring, you too need Indeed, because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. And I use Indeed now and behind the velvet rope, how do you think I found my great assistant? Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash velvet. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash Velvet to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash Velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bombas' mission is simple, make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone who's in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the most comfortable clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, which is my favorite part, and has a luxurious, cozy feel. Now you guys are listening to my podcast, so you're all reality TV fans. I'm sure you've seen Bombas on Shark Tank. Shout out, Damon John. And listen. Do you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Their socks come in so many colors and patterns. So far, Bombas customers, like yourself, have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to Bombas.com velvet and get 20% off any purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot velvet for 20% off. Bombas.com slash velvet velvet. I have to tell you about a new nutritional product that I started using called Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health, I wanted more energy, and I wanted to optimize immune system. Well, let me tell you, what I love best about Athletic Greens is it's easy. I personally don't have, didn't have, and never will have time for any nutritional product that is complicated to use. So here's the thing, Athletic Greens, you take one scoop and you add eight ounces of water and that's all you need. Also, the other thing I love about athletic greens, it actually tastes great. And it's inexpensive. It costs less than $3 a day. Also, I love it. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, So there's no nasty chemicals or anything artificial to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com velvet. Again, that's athleticgreens.com velvet to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do you guys do what I do every January? First, you think about the year prior of all the things you didn't accomplish that you wanted to. Then you make a bunch of New Year's resolutions, and as soon as you break them, you feel bad about yourself. Are you in your own mind the way I was? Will get out of your mind. Let me tell you, therapy can help you learn to be kinder and gentler to yourself and help you move forward. I have to tell you guys about Talkspace. Talkspace has been a miracle for me. First of all, they match you with a licensed therapist that you can connect with, not only from your computer, but from your phone, anywhere on the go. I also love that Talkspace focuses on your schedule. They fit your schedule, not the other way around. With live chat, video, and audio sessions, you could easily fit mental health into your daily routine. I also love that your information is extremely private and it's just between you and your therapist. Listen, TalkSpace can help you with anything, anxiety, depression, self-doubt, make your mental health more than just another New Year's resolution with Talkspace. Visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at signup. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET. On Wondery's podcast, Even the Rich co-hosts Brooke and Arisha share the stories behind some of the most famous and infamous celebrities in our history. From my personal queen, Madonna, to Britney. Spares to the Kardashians to the house of Gucci. And in an all new season, they investigate the shocking kidnapping of Eris. Patty Hearst, even the rich gives you the inside scoop on the drama that keeps these families in the spotlight, how the dynasties were built and the lengths they are willing to go to protect the family name. I love this show because it's part history, part comedy, part gossip, which you know I love and completely fascinating. And if you want a little more Brooke and Arisha in your life, they're the perfect guides to give you your daily dose of celebrity gossip on rich and daily. How is Britney's new life post-conservatorship? You want to know? Go and listen to Brooke at Arisha. And I have to say, on this new season of Even the Rich, I am obsessed now with this Patty Hearst story. Listen to Even the Rich, Patty Hearst, and Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus and the Wondery app. You guys know how busy I am recording and bringing you this podcast five days a week. I don't have a minute to myself, but when I wake up every morning, I allow myself one hour and the one thing I turn to every morning is Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play. Whether you have a few minutes or a few hours, it's the perfect puzzle game because literally you lose yourself and just unwind. I'm on level 12. I've referred so many of my friends to Best Fiends and well, listen, they've surpassed In the level. There are literally thousands of levels to this game. It features tons of cute characters that help you solve thousands and tons of puzzles. And the more you win, the more challenges you face. I'm telling you, if you need to unwind, Best Fiends is a great solution. And look, don't take my word for it. Best Fiends has over 100 million downloads. Download Best Fiends for free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best fiends. Download it today and have fun. I helped her with that whole dress thing. Just you know, not oh. to overstate my help, but I tried to reach out to certain housewives that she didn't, because I like know Anna very well.
1: Yeah, very sweet. I, I'm like, I was. I mean, we her amazing on and just start texting and talking. And I'm. I told her last night, I go. I so wish I could just come over and have a glass of wine with you.
0: I told her. at one of my stops right after this is I'm going to Miami to see her. Like she's yeah. First of all, what a great cause. It's for like the frontline yeah. workers for COVID. And yeah. she's someone that like, she, cause listen, I talk to everyone. Everyone tells me they would never go back on the housewives. I'm like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit.
1: bullshit. bullshit
0: yeah, Anna's like, I would never. And never. I actually believe that.
1: No, she told me that. She's yeah. like, I, I would never, I would never do that. Um, Yeah. There's just certain people that are just, and I'm not going to say I will never, but I know my limits. Like I knew like a part-time, Part-time role was not my thing, and I'm like, nah. You know, I'm good. You know, I can. I don't need the money. I loved the extra money, but I also knew that you know I had to set myself up for when the show was over, and I had done that, and I was doing a very good job of it.
0: That's so, literally the best advice I would give any new girl. I'd be like, don't ever think that you're coming back. Just live like you're not. Yeah. And don't I, live that's, at- that's what I did. I lived
1: every every year as if I wasn't going to come back. You know, I just kept kept going and kept going and, 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 I, I I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be 100% fine. I'm already great. So.
0: What do you think about, I mean, like other than housewives that were given like a lesser role, you know, like yourself or like Heather, do you think there's any housewife that truly resigned? Cause that's how even Heather, I feel has put it out there that maybe she's resigned and there's always this great. Well, I mean, she, oh, she's,
1: I, you know what, I mean, I don't like to speak for Heather, but I think that Heather was told to say that. I think that's what it was. You know, Heather's pretty open about things. And basically, you know, I think if you asked her today, she would tell you, yeah, they offered me a lesser role. And I said, no. So um, I don't know of any housewife that's resigned. I think maybe Bethany did, but not like, hey, I'm, you know, I need to walk away. I think that was like a a contract situation or from what I understand. I don't know. I'm not sure, but... Um, no, and maybe,
0: li- maybe Lisa Vanderpomp, maybe because Lisa Vanderpomp
1: didn't show up to the reunion. And if you don't show up to the reunion, you get fired. That's true. So it's kind of like you, she knew she didn't resign, she wouldn't be back, anyways. So
0: that's a good point.
1: How do you feel, um, Beverly Hills is without Lisa?
0: I mean, I think it's just fine without Lisa. Do you? Or, I mean, you, I, I really don't. I mean, listen, a lot of people are making a big deal of that. And people are making a huge deal about Bethany not being on New York. I feel both shows, like, I don't really feel the loss.
1: Yeah. No, I don't either. And and um, we, I always say, like, the show will go on. Like, people are like, how is Orange County going on without two staple? And I said, the show's going to go on. There's no doubt it's going to go on. And it can go on. But it's a matter of how interesting is it going to be? Who knows?
0: Do you feel Beverly Hills is just as good without Lisa?
1: Um, I do. And not to discredit Lisa at all, but they have a way of making the show go on.
0: I feel the same way. I mean, Lisa's great. I think Vanderpump Rules is one of the best shows on Bravo that's yeah. ever existed. Yeah. But Beverly Hills, I mean, you got a lot going on there without Lisa.
1: Well, the thing is, is that they still have a lot of core... Uh, Castmates, like you know, staple. They have you know Kyle, and they have Dorit, and they have and Erica. They they've been on the show for a while, so people are invested in their lives. Orange County, right now, you have two people on the show that people are you know interested in. So I'm not. No, I shouldn't say interested. I should say that they know them. They they've been on the show totally. for a while, and people don't like change. It takes a while for the viewers to get used to a new cast member.
0: I think so. I think like there are a few rare exceptions. Like Leah is an exception. Like Erica Jane season one, that's an exception. Yeah. Like right away you're like, you were born to be on TV, whether it's here right. or somewhere else. Leah's the same way, but right. Normally you don't even pay attention to the person the first year. You're like, this person's probably going to be fired. I'm not paying right. attention. Right. And then to your point, like when they're not in the second season, you're like, all right, well I'm learning about them a little more now.
1: So who is on the Orange County cast that you are shocked that's on? (laughs) You don't have to answer.
0: No, I'll answer only because it's you. (laughs) Normally I keep a nice, I mean, listen, I'm not even saying, because people ask me all the time, like, who's your favorite housewife? And I'm like, listen, the answer in real life is not the same as like who makes a great Like, Ramona could be a complete disaster of a human being. I mean, I love her dearly, but she is, like, a brilliant housewife. Like, you don't want anything else in a housewife than Ramona. Listen, I'm, to me, it's like, if they were going to let you and Vicky go or reduce roles and that was happening, to me, it's like, then it's a bigger thing. Like, when they did that in New York and they brought in, like, four new girls, I would have thought Gina and Emily would have gone with you and Vicky and kept Bronwyn, Kelly, and Shannon and just completely had a new show with like those three.
1: Yeah, I've
0: heard that a lot. Because it was the chance to do it then. Like, why not just do it? And if you really want to revamp this and you think it needs new blood, I think Gita and Emily should have gone too.
1: Well, I think they're just trying to give them a chance. Like they want them to work and they're trying to bring in yeah, I, younger. I don't know how old Elizabeth is. I don't know her. But I'm assuming she, yeah. she's younger. Yeah. I've seen pictures. She looks younger. Um, I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand it whatsoever, but it's really not my problem.
0: <laughs> no. I mean, listen, I think everyone is still shocked. But again, like, I just think if that's the thing, then like, look, I'm all about changing the show up, but then I don't understand why. Gene and Emily are still there like that's what shocks me the most I'm not even it's not even a knock against them I just don't understand it like it was the chance to really have a completely new show
1: yeah well the thing that blows my mind is that it did well last year it would it really the ratings were good I from what I've heard and I thought that it was it went really well I was I was yeah So I'm like, so why change something that was finally doing okay? Because we had a few years that really sucked.
0: Yeah, like there were some people in there. Yeah. What do you think of like Peggy Salahian?
1: Anybody you have to subtitle should not be on the show. That's how I feel. If you can't understand what they're saying, that's difficult um no she, another one that i think that she was probably i don't i didn't really get to know her very well but i think she was nice i just don't think she was good tv and it was it's just that simple and it doesn't it does not mean i always tell you it does not mean you're a horrible person it does not mean you're whatever it just takes a certain personality
0: yeah i think they should have brought well, I think Jesus Jobs now could because her life is so different. I think that could be interesting. I think Heather Dubrow could be come back any day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: like Gina Keo, man.
1: Eh, let's not get crazy.
0: <laughs> am I being <laughs> am I being too generous here? <laughs> so I take it you don't think like Lynn Curtin should come back.
1: No, I think that, you know, move forward. If it didn't work in the past then move forward, is what I think. So.
0: They just need some new blood in the sa
1: I guess, well, they got it. They have new blood, let's see how it works out for them.
0: It's gonna be, what about, what do you think of BravoCon?
1: Um, I think I worked my ass off <laughs> on BravoCon. <laughs>
0: Just like night and day, above
1: and beyond my contract, above and beyond, only to get a limited role the next year. Thank you, thank you, Bravo.
0: Seriously, way treat,
1: yeah, way to treat your talent that really goes above and beyond for you. Yeah, I think I was contracted to like work five hours. I worked ten. I was nonstop for me. I went from place to, place to place to place to place to place. I mean, it was great. It was great to meet fans, but it was. I don't think it was ideal to have it in three different locations. It made it very difficult for the fans and very difficult for, for talent as well.
0: It was a, the three locations was a disaster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that they'll probably won't do that again if, they ever, th- if they ever have one again.
0: I know some people still think they're going to have one this year. And I'm like, I don't know where you're living. That was in November. No. Like,
1: no, it's not going to happen.
0: Did you feel it was just like disorganized? Like there were too many people there were.
1: Um, I felt on my end because I was shuffled, you know, around. Um, It was organized on my end. I don't know how it was for the fans, but it was, it was just hard because it was, I'm like, seriously, like you can't eat, you can't go to the bathroom. You're doing, you're on a panel, then you get down, then you're spending an hour taking pictures. Then you're, go to another location, you're doing it all over again. It was a lot, it was a lot of work.
0: And, you know, in my experience, like from just observing and doing what I do, like the fans give someone an inch and they want a mile, like not, like as just, your day will never end. Oh, no, it'll
1: fair. never end. And I'm the type that doesn't say no and I'm always like accommodating. And, and, and towards the end, I just looked at my I said, listen, you're working me till three o'clock and I have to get on a plane at five o'clock. Just, just let me go. And I finally, my last interview, I'm like, I didn't do it. It was just-
0: You're just like too much. I literally
1: had to change my clothes after my interview and rush to the airport and get on a plane, barely made it. I could imagine if I did my last interview.
0: That's crazy. Did you meet anyone there that like, well, I mean, you've been on for so long. Did you like know everyone or did you meet someone you're like, I'm dying to meet this person?
1: Um, No, I think I've met everybody. I mean, I met Leah. That was the first time I met her. Um everyone I mean everyone was nice. Cynthia Bailey is super sweet.
0: Gorgeous. Super sweet,
1: gorgeous and just so sweet. Um we did some things together. Um no, I don't think uh, Doreet, you know, I you you watch I you know you watch her on TV and you think like oh gosh, but then I've met her a couple times and just so sweet, so soft spoken and just so kind. Do
0: you know I went to high school with Doreet? You did? The listeners are sick of hearing that, but it's a true fact. I went to high school with Dorit. We were different years. We shared sisters. Like, okay, get your mind out of the gutter. But my my best friend from high school, her best friend were sisters. So we had like a mutual. Yeah. So when my friend turned thirty, her younger sister brought Dorit as her plus one on their parents' boat, and like, this is the story. Was she that the I same? Said. She was complete. first of all, she looked different. I mean, it's a, there's a public picture that goes around hey, of her I've like seen that, dark, with the dark hair. Curly hair. She was different, but like nothing shocks me really. You know, like one of our friends from high school is like, and I had to explained to her that was she was like, Oh, no wonder why she looks so I'm like, Yeah, we went to high school with her. How so, fun! But she's like so nice. Yeah, like Dorit's
1: Yeah, she she's super nice.
0: And yeah. one of the best styles of all the housewives, oh, I feel
1: she is just an icon when it comes to fashion.
0: The outfits. I, I, I wouldn't
1: even think of half the stuff that she does, but then I think, oh my God, the money she's spending on clothes. I sure the hell hope somebody's giving her these clothes to wear because she, she's dripped in $10,000 outfits every single time.
0: I say that all so the time.
1: It's a waste of money.
0: I say that I'm all just, the time.
1: I'm way too cheap.
0: I like look at everything she posts on Instagram. I'm like, hey, that's like a $20,000 outfit. That's like a 10. I'm like- yeah. Does anyone not realize that this is how this is adding up? I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, that's
1: millions of dollars worth of clothes. And I'm just thinking, to me, who know? I don't know. She probably has, maybe she has millions in the bank. I don't know. But to me, even if I did, it's just such, like, I can't do that. I'm too, I think I take it back to my um, being a single mom and barely being able to pay my bills. Like, I always, I just want, I would put my money under my mattress if I could.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel like Vicky has always said that she's the same way, like just kind of live below your means.
1: Well, that's the one thing that Vicky and I are both like that. So we are just very good, try to be very good with our money.
0: What was I going to say? What if you had to join one other franchise, what would it be?
1: I think I'd want to go to New York because Leah's on there now and I feel like we could have a lot of fun.
0: You love your Leah.
1: I do. I told her, I said, I'm obsessed with you. Like you're just... It's exactly what New York needed.
0: I, it's what New York needed. I, I personally feel that New York, and I love everyone on there, I feel New York needs a little bit of a shakeup. That's just my personal opinion. I do
1: too. I do too. Do you think that we'll see that?
0: Maybe. You know what it is? This is what I think. That's what I think the bigger ramifications. Well, listen, I think you and Vicky not being there has like, is to me, is a wake up call for everybody. Like on every franchise. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Like, right? Like, I think in a way, people that weren't scared are now maybe like, oh shit, yeah. like if Vicky yeah. and Tamara are That's Taylor, what I've heard. <laughs> has anyone reached, like when this happened, like afterwards, like did anyone reach out to you from the housewives role? Like you said, the producers just acted like you didn't exist.
1: Um, you mean like other cast members?
0: Like a Luann or a Cynthia or a NeNe, like any, you know, like from other franchises, like, holy shit. I
1: did get a few texts or messages on Instagram, like, just like, oh my God, I can't believe this, but I can't even remember who they were. And I, I, if I did, I wouldn't say.
0: <laughs> I was like, please, please tell me who. <laughs> but I think, right, like, don't you think New York needs a little bit of a up?
1: I do. I think they have for a while now. And that's why I was so, that's why I stopped watching. And that's why I was so happy when they brought Leah in. I think,
0: I think like, look, like Dorinda, Sonia, Luann and Ramona are all characters, but we've seen the four of them falling down drunk, which I love. Yeah. I love that the New York cast is the biggest drinkers. Like, yay. Bravo to that.
1: Yes. But like,
0: we've seen it.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I think maybe that's what they thought about me, Vicky and Shannon as well, is that they saw the three of us together all the time and they were ready to change it. They just got rid of the wrong one.
0: You and Vicki. yeah. I think your new show, when if it comes out, should be called Dos Amigos. That's yeah. just, just working <laughs> title. Like, let's just lock it in right there.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Anything else you want to get off your chest? <sighs> no, I think I'm good. I think I. I, I feel like we've kind of covered everything.
1: Yeah, I think we have.
0: And your relationship yeah. with your kids now is good.
1: Well, my relationship with my kids have always been good. I just, I had, you know, a falling out with my daughter when we went through the divorce. Right. Um, you didn't really hear both sides, but basically she kind of chose her dad's side and my son chose my side, which is, it's it's sad and sick and it happens all the time. Um,
0: my parents are divorced.
1: So you know what it's like. So we're all good. We're all speaking. We're all on good terms now and, you know, We all feel bad that we all went through it. And it had to do with us having a bad uh, divorce. You know, neither one of us were horrible parents. It was just a bad divorce. And it was a very public divorce, which made it really bad for the children.
0: I do not understand. I mean, I personally have no interest in ever getting married. If I ever have someone serious in my life, I am not interested in getting married. We can Goldie and Kurt it for the rest of my life. But my parents had a horrible divorce, like just... Did you I,
1: choose sides or did you not talk to a parent?
0: No, my sister might've chosen sides more than me, Yeah, but I was more neutral, but like, you know, like my parents now talk and like are friendly because they're like older. Yeah. But right. you know, like, I mean, they probably wish death upon each other for, I mean, like years, like 20, 30 years
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. It's
0: just like, you know, like my sister has kids now, like my parents are in their seventies. So they're just, you know, like,
1: yeah, my parents through a-, a, d- a bad divorce as well. And, um, I ended up picking sides. I mean, I didn't talk to my dad for like 10 years, so I kind of can see both sides of it. Yeah. Like agree with it. I just feel like kids get in the middle and they don't know what to do and they're afraid that they have to pick a side and, and that's, it's, I mean, if I had to do it all over again, you know, it would have gone down differently. But there's no rule book in getting divorced. And there's like 22 million people that are estranged from their son or daughter uh, because of a divorce. So it's- It's so
0: hard to have like a friendly divorce, I think. I mean, I don't know any better. (laughs) Like I've never been around that, but-
1: I don't really know people that have had a friendly divorce, but having a public divorce and stories being written all the time, is not healthy. It's hard.
0: I mean, and that's the thing, like, do you ever think about, like, the bigger implications of reality TV? Not even in your situation, but, like, so many people are so... I don't even know if debt's so hungry for that experience, because I guess fame is a big drug. Yeah. And then, like, you look at it, and, like, it's almost like, when they're done with you, they kick you out, and it's, like, never existed. Yeah. And the money's good, but then, like, I mean, you look at, like, like a Teresa, like, you know, like, look what she's gone through. And I'm just using her as an example, like, all these other marriages that are felt. Okay, maybe you can't say that's because of reality TV. But you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. kind of just a big thing.
1: Well, I always say, like, if you have a shaky marriage and you go on a reality show, you're probably going to get divorced. you yeah. It's probably going to happen. So... Yeah, when Shannon went on the show and said that her husband was you know, cheating on her and she thought that she could get the marriage back together by going on a reality show, I went. (laughs) Good luck. Yeah.
0: It's never going to happen.
1: No, it's not. It just makes things worse. I mean, even Eddie and I, who have a really good relationship, there was times where there was tension just because it's like, why would you do that? Why would you say that? Like, I don't want to film. I just want to, you know, he's very much like not into the show at all like he he does what he has to do but he's not
0: that doesn't shock me
1: not a uh i don't know a sean or a you know somebody that wants to be on the show and just wants to be center and have conversations with the girls like he would rather poke his eyeballs out
0: is he like he must just be like very supportive of you but is he just like oh my god goodbye i'm so happy this is over
1: Bye. Yeah, he is. He is. Yep.
0: And Sean just wants to be right in the center of it all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which never okay. looks good.
0: No, it's always strange when one of the husbands gets involved.
1: Yeah. Like when you're starting to talk to housewives about problems that are going on on the show, then you are a problem.
0: Yeah. And it's always weird to me with like a husband's starting to yell or like have fights with the women. That's just strange to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I wouldn't recommend it. I think that Eddie talked to um, Sean when they he reached, Sean reached out to him in the very beginning and Eddie's advice to him was like, don't get involved. It's not good for you. It's not good for your career. It's not good for anything. Just, you know, Eddie had a perfect balance. Like he would go to events. He would, Mingle, but he didn't really he didn't get involved in the drama. No. But he's like that in real life. He would never get involved in anybody's drama. He sees the good in everybody. So it's just not his nature.
0: I love it. Listen, you have to come back on.
1: I will. It was so nice seeing you. I feel like we, I'm in York. We should be we,
0: I need something to promote the show. But seriously, when you, Wait, come, you don't have enough pictures of me and you? I was just going to say. Yeah. Well, okay, first of all, when the show comes out, I will use the pictures of us. Okay,
1: okay good some one. Some of them
0: were at BravoCon. Some of them were inside. Yeah. When you come to New York, though, we will get Julius. Yes. we we'll get Priscilla. Yes. I know Julius. You were really Julius's first.
1: I, I, I was his first. I, he always says, I popped his cherry. You did, so, Julius. I we're good friends more than anything. More than anything, like we just developed a friendship. We talk all the time, and yeah, he's my I love best. Julius. I know. Um,
0: and if I come there, which I'm supposed to, yes. maybe in like July ish, if we'll yeah, see what the world, well,
1: I'll take you out if anything's open. <laughs>
0: I just, I just want a drink. That's all. I just okay. want to drink. I promise, I won't ask you for more than one picture. Ah,
1: <laughs> that's all right. How's that? That's fine, you can have as many as you want.
0: Okay, you are amazing, Tamra. You thank give, you. you're just amazing at everything. We have had 12 years with you, everyone. This is the real deal, the OG. Oh, thank you,
1: did you just and call me grandma?
0: No, you're, <laughs> you're a glamma, you're gorgeous. Oh, Send well, our love to Vicky.
1: I will, I'm gonna see her in, oh Jesus, 30 minutes. I gotta get- I know. I got to get my drink on before the next one.
0: I'm going to have to have a drink now. I'm way too sober. (laughs) So, all right. Keep in touch. Really. You're amazing.
1: Thank you so much. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to yet another episode of behind the velvet rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, go to cameo and book me on cameo and you can ask me anything there i'll answer whatever you want and i have a bargain basement price of ten dollars thank you guys see you soon